Wild win 3-2 to two in overtime. This is Troy, and this is your Wild Minute. Another exciting game at XL Energy Center where the Wild fell behind 1-0, came back to tie at 1-1, held on to a 2-1 lead for quite a while, gave up the tying goal late in the third period, battled to overtime, and shortly after they dropped the puck on 3-on-3, three three, Kaprizov found Erickson Eck with a nifty pass. Eck was loose past the blue line, skated in, broke the goalie's ankles, Gave the Wild a 3-2 win. The Wild get two points and pull ahead of St. Louis, which lost tonight. So the Wild are in second place. The Predators are still playing, but they were down 2-0 when we started this podcast. A lot of things happened tonight. It was a gritty, gutty game by the Wild. It's another structured defensive game by the Wild. Here's the deal. Um, The offense still is struggling. The penalty kill did give up a goal. The power play on uh, two of the three power plays looked like a mess. This team still has plenty of work to do. But before we get to that, let's not discount the job that Bruce Boudreau has done with the Vancouver Canucks. Let's not forget, the Vancouver Canucks were in Denver last night and beat the Avalanche. They got in at 4 a.m. this morning in St. Paul, slept probably till noon, no skate around, played the wild tonight, took them to overtime, and lost by a goal. So Boudreaux, I don't think there's enough room for the Canucks to make it all the way into the playoffs, but Boudreaux has turned this team around and certainly will be the coach next year. But he's not the coach of the Wild. That's Dean Evason. And let's talk a little bit more about the Wild. The first goal, Kaprizov, hadn't scored for three games, got himself a goal. He's on his way to becoming the Wild's leading uh, scorer in franchise history for a single season. Uh, I think he has 33 goals, and he still has 20 games, and he's only 10 points away from breaking the, the franchise record. So that's almost a given. Kevin Fiala's goal, what a gem. Put the Wild up 2-1 to one in the second period. They held that lead for quite a while till the Canucks came back. Eck was the other scorer for the Wild. And uh, just a nifty, nifty. He hadn't gotten in the, the goal column for quite a while. And it was just a nifty little move right at the end. Broke the goalie's ankles. Had a little gap between the skate and the pipe. And he gave the Wild a 3-2 win. We're going to talk a lot tomorrow about Delorier, Middleton, what Jost, what these three guys have brought to the team. Uh, tonight, at least, we saw, I think, what we're going to see more of Delorier. A uh, couple big hits, but other than that, that's his role. He's a fourth liner. We notice him a few times each game, just like we used to notice Nico Sturm. But uh, where Sturm had a little more speed and offensive uh, pizzazz, Delorier brings that that just that physical presence and will make those hits that will get the team moving. So we'll talk more about him and Middleton, who Middleton had a solid debut. He's a big defenseman, played well with Spurgeon. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. We'll talk about the Lions. We'll look forward to Columbus. But for now, let's savor the 3-2 win. Let's savor that the Wild are in second place in the Central Division. Let's savor the fact that if the season ended today, the Wild would have home ice for the first round. And let's also savor the fact that the Wild are in the franchise's longest homestand through five games. The Wild are 4-1, and one, and they still have four games to go. This is Troy. This has been your Wild Minute. Remember to like, upload, download, sideload, love, follow, share. Do whatever you can to get the word out. We need more listeners to follow the podcast. Wild Minute. You have an email, just you have a question, just email me at wildminutetroy at gmail.com and we'll answer it on the next podcast. Let's talk tomorrow.